Welcome to our ICT4D conference podcast. My name is Sonja Rutzel at CRS and I'm interviewing experts for you to share insights on how they're using digital technologies to address the food crisis. Today, we're exploring digitization and social behavioral change. I'd like to introduce you to Rorlali Senyo, the Head of Corporate Services at PharmaLine. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So, Rorlali, could you please tell us what PharmaLine does? PharmaLine is a fast-growing actor company that facilitates access to climate information by rural actors and with a mission of creating lasting profit for farmers everywhere. We were established about 10 years ago in 2013, and to date, we've been able to digitize over 1.7 million farmers partnered with over 3,000 organizations, including financial institutions, development partners, global food companies, and governments across 48 countries. My background, I have over 15 years experience in the field of agriculture and ICT relating to the use of mobile technologies for rural development. Thank you. So in previous podcast episodes, we have learned about the impact of digital tools on last mile food security and supporting especially smallholder farmers with Acre Extension apps. We've heard about the challenges of sustainability and trust. So for farmers to actually see the value in those tools and to be able to use them long term. Now, Rolali, I invited you to share your experience on how to encourage farmers to digitize and build lasting resilience. So first of all, could you give our audience some context? What are the specific challenges you have come across that inspired the research on behavior change in the first place? Thank you so much. At PharmaLine, our mission is to create lasting profit for farmers. And in order to do this, you need to better understand your customer. And we also do know from literature that, you know, information systems, a lot of the issues are with challenges with adoption relates to soft and hard issues. And most often you notice that the hard issues are quite easy to fix because they are very, they are more the technical ones as opposed to the soft issues, which relate to human behavior, attitude, culture, among others. And so the reason for going into this research to understand first and foremost is that over the years, we do know that farmers are not homogeneous. All right. Just like we have different understanding, different levels of understanding, knowledge, adoption. Some are rigs, you know, lovers or early adopters. Others are late adopters. Our needs are also different. And then they also change over time. Uh, all these influence how you would design a solution to meet specific farmers. And then the last challenge, which we also realized as part of our work in trying to deploy technology solutions, is the fact that traditional data collection approaches often come with very high cost and also the fatigue to farmers who are mostly involved in these data collection processes. And we also know that immediately data is collected, it becomes obsolete, you know, from the very moment it's collected or out of date because we live in a complex world and needs change over time. And so these are some of the things that really got us thinking how we should design solutions from a systems approach to help, you know, address the challenges that come across in helping change behavior. Thank you. So you mentioned soft issues and you mentioned fatigue. Do you have some examples? Could you explain that a little bit more to our audience? 
With regards to soft issues, as I mentioned, these are human-related, so knowledge, etc. What we found out is that use of e-stack, which is very low technology, or leveraging tools that farmers are familiar with or actors that we support are familiar with, is a much easier way to encourage adoption and also lowering the uh, learning curve. And from the very beginning in PharmaLine, one of the powerful tools that we noticed helps improve adoption is the use of voice in the local language of these farmers. And so developing solutions around easy tech that allows farmers not to really, you know, have to unlearn and relearn things they're used to in terms of using of technology made it easier for us to overcome some barriers associated with introducing the core to the services that we want to offer to them. So they don't have to worry so much about the technicalities of how the system will work, but rather use it as part of their day-to-day operation. We also looked at leveraging multiple or blended approach. Each technology has a limit on what it's able to do. So for example, leveraging uh, mobile telephony means that there is a career network provider who is offering a 2G infrastructure, which can carry voice signals to farmers. And in the first place, our farmers have mobile phones, which is what currently in Ghana, the mobile penetration rate is about 130%. But then there are also limitations in terms of coverage. And so we looked at leveraging a blended approach where you have in-person engagement where farmers can actually see the agent to interact with this builds trust. And then complementing that with the technology, which also helps reduce cost and also serves as reinforcement of messages that they've had through in-person engagement. The other example that I also say is that over the period, we've learned that sending voice messages that are actionable within 60 seconds really result in better adoption of the product. The longer it is, you know, you tend to lose your customers. Last but not least is the fact that you also need to align incentive to their day-to-day tax. So it's not seen as additional burden. I'll give an example here. Farmers require inputs, seeds, fertilizer, agrochemicals, extra bio or inorganic. They would go to an input shop to buy that. So tying digitization effort along those activities doesn't make it as an extra work. But then what makes exciting is that when there are incentives built along that to encourage them to do or reward good behavior or behavior change along those lines. And maybe just to add this other one too is the fact that providing also means of support, all right, real-time support to the farmer. Thank you. Uh, As a follow-up question, I would like to ask, how you approach the user-centered aspect of your design. Do you have a process for getting feedback from the farmers on design or communication needs? And how do you have that within your design processes? Thank you so much. This is a very critical part of our process. We leverage a lot of learnings from the human-centered design approach. For us, we see that designing for these challenges is a continuous improvement because, like I mentioned earlier, needs of farmers change over time. And so your system has to also anticipate and also meet these expectations of farmers over the changing periods. And so one of the core things in our design process is that it is always it's always been iterated with feedback from the users directly to help improve the service that it can offer. The other thing that we also consider in our design process is we look at it from a systems approach in the sense that farmers are situated within, you know, a framework. And so 
they are enablers, they are inhibitors. You need to factor this in your design to make it easy for adoption. Because ultimately, the desired outcome is that there's change in behavior. It's not so much of the complexities in how you went about, you know, the data or designing the system. But then most importantly is that how does this contribute to positively influencing pharma or changing pharma behavior towards a desired cause? And then importantly is also to communicate clearly the value proposition with stakeholders. Having real-time support is also a means for us to get feedback, constant feedback on what is working, what is not working. Last but not least, I'll say is the fact that we always go in with a mindset of learning and also to challenge assumptions that we have. And this is what is helping us meet up to the needs of smaller farmers that we work with. And I think that for us, we see ourselves onto something really revolutionary in the agricultural industry specifically around digitization at the last mile. For us, we're just at the beginning and we we think that going through these processes and having to share this with other stakeholders can help shape the way we design, deploy and implement solutions at the last mile. Thank you for clarifying this. My other follow-up question is, you mentioned the importance of communication. Could you please share what specific messages worked or what didn't or what incentives are working and why? What, what we are realizing, when you send messages that are very actionable, you see farmers taking that immediate step. And some of the things that we see farmers, on the average, they are spending about three minutes of their own airtime to interact and learn with the system that we deployed to help in training them on good agronomic practices, for them accessing financial literacy information, among varied other contents that we offer to these farmers. Previously, this wasn't like it was, you know, having to try to disseminate information. But what we are seeing is that this is turning around. Thank you. So do you have some specific examples of those actionable messages? Okay. So, for example, we send messages to farmers list of bookkeeping and we advise them in less than 60 seconds in the local language, telling them, one, why it's important to keep records. Number two, what that would, you know, potentially benefit to you as a business or as a farmer for you to know how much cost you are incurring, how much you are earning. That simple message being sent to them as a reminder, we see great improvement in their interest to take on that activity or why they see the benefits of using. It's also improving adoption of these practices. A recent work that was done last year by 60 decibels found out that within a network of farmers we support, 57% of them adopt these practices that we teach them. And so it is important, at least from what we're learning, that you use, yes, blended approach, but then the messaging, the communication that you send out also has to be crystal clear, tying it to the specific needs. So the timing of the messages also then adds on to activities they need to build or they need to take on their farm. The second one, which I would add on, which relates to, let's say, agrovets who support these farmers in terms of the access to resources, is the fact that using the agrovets' own voice, because these farmers interact, and a lot of trust is built through relationship. And so the agrovets who this farmer goes to season by season to buy inputs, the farmer hearing message on tips or a reminder or an alert that, look, I have products that you require. 
we see that farmers taking action to want to come to their shop or buy from this agrovet the needed input. And these are things that translate into changing yield. Because typically, a farmer may go to the market center, I mean, during market days to buy products, or they may go and will not get. But having two-way communication with the provider, in this case, the agrovet and the farmer, you see a direct relationship and also a change in action to acquire the quality inputs that is needed for them to see the required results among many many others and so this like i said is just the beginning of a lot of innovations that can come along the lines of helping connect various service providers to farmers as part of digitizing the last mile thank you very much for sharing this my big takeaway is the need for actionable voice messages in the local language and the message should be tied to the day-to-day business of the farmers. So that is, I think, a good takeaway. Anything you would like to add? Yeah, I think for mine, just to sum up in addition to what you said, is the fact that and even looking at how we build, you know, data capacity building among agri-techs and lesser development partners, we ought to look at a market system approach to deploying these innovations to complement gaps that is being identified so that actors or stakeholders can play at leveraging on key competencies of the ecosystem and ultimately creating win-win relationship. And this has to be invested in. It doesn't happen automatically. Effort has to be invested in creating these relationships that ensures win-win and that is critical for success. Lastly, I would say that we should not get stuck in just designing and planning, but we should start implementing and be open to to iterate through our process, open to changing assumptions that we have and being open-minded to how these you know digital tools can help farmers change behavior and then also create lasting impact at the end of the day. Thank you very much, Morali. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure being on your show. And thank you for listening to our ICT4D conference podcast. I hope you join us again next week 